sure this song is about me. I'm so vain. Don't you think this song is about me? Don't you, don't you, don't you now? Today is Thursday, July 22nd, 2021. My name is Joe Batanz, and I am the host of a show called This Joe Batanz, a show that I proudly do every day, especially with this new schedule. When my energy's up, when my mood is up, and when the microphone's up. Because there's nothing that Joe Batanz loves more than a microphone right here on This Joe Batanz, right here. On Afterthought Media. Like I said at the top of the show, my name is Joe Batanz and I am the host of a show called This Joe Batanz, a show that you pay extra money for, and ergo, I feel an obligation to not only provide a show as I pr- as promised, but also to make it good. You know, someone in the Discord, it was Zach Nilsson, was talking about how, and this is very kind of him, I, I very appreciate this freedom, that... Um, you know, that uh, this is my diary, and you guys are lucky enough to get a peek into it, and that we I should just record when I want to record. And I think that I, I love that idea, and for a long time I had that idea. The problem is, <clears throat> you know, you guys do pay extra money to get this content, A. B, at a certain point, I need to stop boohooing. It's a 20-minute show that... um takes me almost no time at all to do. And now with this new thing, it doesn't have to be 20 minutes. I think yesterday was like 18 minutes. And it can go longer. The new version now is there's no track. There's no predetermined track. I was a captive of the track that... I had a track that essentially had the intro and the and the outro on a timer. And there was exactly 20 minutes of silence in between them. Uh, and so that you got 20 minutes of me talking about my life... And uh, I felt some days beholden to it. Now, it hasn't happened yet, but there might be certain days where it's only 10 minutes, you know? And there might be certain days where it's 45 minutes. There have been many This Job Tense episodes where I wanted to go longer. Like, oh, well, the truck, you know? And, 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 and I also can't be a hypocrite because I've criticized Adam Burns for the same thing. Now, the one thing, <laughs> the criticism that holds true is now officially Adam Burns and I do the same thing, which is he had a button that he pressed and played the intro, but then he had another button that he pressed or presses that starts uh, essentially a five-minute song, and he has a certain post he wants to hit at the end of it. That That's when he ends the show. But the point I've always made is he, you don't have to do that. And the other thing, too, is um, I believe Adam and I talked about this either on the air or off the air, but the music, the way he records is multi-track. So the music isn't even on the same track as he is. So he could ignore it and then go put the track in later on a different track if he talks over it. I don't, it's very, very strange. I don't understand, but that's a very, but, but the point is, I couldn't be, I couldn't tell Adam Burns, hey, well, you know, uh, you don't have to be beholden to, uh, time. I mean, you can do as much time as you want and then not do the same thing. Also, I can fucking talk. 
right? And and we still haven't done uh, more issues of the magic obsession. You know, the um, what were they calling it? Um, pet project or what? I, I have a name for it. What I do? Passion project. So, like, we haven't done the other magic ones. I just bought a poster today. Let's talk about that. We're going to go backwards, actually, because I'll be honest with you. Since I talked to you, nothing's happened except for watching Drag Race to catch up. And, um, and uh, oh, the new Drag Race comes out today, huh? Oh, I didn't even think about it. Watch, I got to watch that, too. Watching Drag Race and playing Breath of the Wild. And when I finished, I finished yesterday, I finished... Uh, Fire Emblem Three Houses. Now, let me finish the Fire Emblem Three Houses talk here. I don't think we've ever talked about this in the show. People who play the game know this, uh, but I don't think I've ever talked about it. But in Fire Emblem Three Houses, you build up relationships with other people at the church or the school. So whether it be students or instructors. Now, there is a moment in the... um, There's two things I want to say. And this is a thing that comes up in the video game, is that your character whatever you name your character, and it can be a woman or a man, you choose the gender, uh, is very, very, very close in age to the students. And that's a, a thing that comes up in the story a lot, that you're made a professor at this school, but you're very close in age to the students because they seem to be like late high school. Sometimes, they're basically high school age. And it seems to be that you're around 20 and they're about 17, okay? FYI. Then, in the middle of the game, there's a huge time skip where there's a major turning point in the plot, and then the next chapter skips ahead five years. So, at this stage in the game, the students are in their early 20s, and you're in your mid to late 20s, okay? The reason I bring that up is because in the game, as you develop relationships with these students and they, they hit certain levels... With certain characters, depending on your gender, you can have romance and marry them at the end. Now, because it's, a, it's it, this game, it's Nintendo and whatnot, the gay choices are very limited. A ton of choices for straight people. If you're straight, tons of choices who you marry. If you're a lesbian, there are fewer choices, but still quite a number of lesbian choices. If you're gay, if you're a gay man... If your character is a man and you want to be gay, you're basically limited to three. Okay? Two of them are old men. Like, very old. (laughs) I think it's funny. And not only that, they are straight and married. And at the end, tell you, like, oh, I like you too, but I'm married. Okay? And then the other option is Linhart, who is a student... He and uh, but again, he's an adult at the end of the story, and you guys confess your love for each other, and you actually have so you're basically limited to one truly gay relationship. And by the way, Linhart's lazy and likes to nap. And um, <clears throat> so this is the first. So most of the this is the third time I finished it. The first two times I chose to be single. I was like, "Fuck this," right? But this third time, I actually did choose Linhart as my boyfriend, and it was very, very cute. It was very, very cute, the little ending scene and where they confess their love to each other and to see gay love portrayed in a video game, even though I'm limited to one person I can fall in love with. It was very, very cute, and at least maybe a step forward, and maybe when they do another Fire Emblem, they can expand the number of gay choices. All right. So I finished that, and that was very cute. And then um, I played. So then I I 
uh, watched season three, the season three go, because Adam Salandra and I today at 5.30 p.m. Pacific, we are going to do, uh, for the expensive tier, the season three finale and the reunion on one episode. Find a finish, put an end to that fucking long ass season. And then, um, uh, I have to watch All Stars today. I like today, because it's technically my day off, even though it doesn't exist anymore. Uh, I like to just watch on Thursdays. I like to watch All Stars Drag Race just as a fan. I take zero notes. I, uh, just watch it. Sometimes if there's an important note I want to remember, I might jot down a keyword, but I generally don't take notes. I'm not watching it for that, you know? And I'll do that today, but I also will play some Breath of the Wild. That's the new obsession, and I played that up until the... I, I had to stop myself last night because um, I know that if I, didn't, if I didn't, I wouldn't be able to sleep. So I stopped around... I went way later than usual, actually. I stopped at 10.30, and that will not happen again. That was very risky. So to help put my mind at rest, I watched an episode of Drag Race Espana, which I'm watching an episode every... So it looks like I'll catch up. So I watched one yesterday. I'll watch one today, Friday and Saturday, and then Sunday is the finale, I suppose, and I'll I'll be all caught up. So I'm going to watch an Espana episode every day. And then next week record that with Raul and put and again put the true end to Joe Batan's doing international language without RuPaul versions of shows. That is, Espana was rough, and we only did like three episodes. So, um, <clears throat> uh, so that was so that was I watched uh, the episode four of Drag Race Espana. One of they had to do art pieces. And then, but anyway, yesterday, so, okay, a little bit, this, this is pretty, this episode is pretty much a passion project in and of itself. So, as we know, Joe Batanz loves movie posters. One of my big projects is to sell the ones I have. I don't know if I talked about this before. I have way too many, way too many. And I love all of them. Well, almost all of them. There are a couple that I bought early on that were just impulse buys and I have no connection to the property or anything. Like that. I just bought them. Like, I have a Bruce Lee one. That's a cool looking poster, but... I've never, I don't think I've ever seen a Bruce Lee movie, and I don't even know why I have it. It's dumb, okay? But the point is, some of them I actually genuinely do love as posters. Some of them are fucking gorgeous, but I just don't have enough room, and I don't have a connection to the property. Here's a perfect example. One of the first posters I bought, I bought it at... So, John Paul was at Comic-Con in San Diego. This was a Comic-Con exclusive, and that's going to become important for today. It was a Comic-Con exclusive, uh, meaning you could only buy it physically at Comic-Con, and John Paul was at Comic-Con, so I had him stand in line. The line wasn't that bad. And he, at the time, I think it would be really bad now, and he uh, bought me this poster, but I only bought it because I loved how beautiful the poster was. I have no connection to this property. It's just a beautiful poster. And I'm going to tell you what it is in a second. And I've never even seen the movie. I've never seen the movie. I'm going to tell you what it is. But it's just a beautiful, gorgeous poster. And it's called... The poster is for a movie called The Sandlot. Okay? I've actually never seen The Sandlot. I'm of an age where I just missed it. You know? Uh, let me actually find the poster. And, and this is true for all of these Mondo posters... 
or not that's the name of the company is Mondo. There's another one I used to call Bottleneck Gallery. But um with all of these movie posters, it's really hard to explain. There's something about the posters. And this poster was actually one of my very first ones that I ever bought, actually. And um it's really hard to explain until you see it in person. You know what would be really good for Betacon is to bring my movie posters and put them up in dis- on display, like a gallery. <laughs> That's not actually not a bad idea for Betacon. So, like, a gallery showing of Joe Batanz's movie poster collection. But um, what you don't um, understand is when you see the picture, I'm going to put the picture right now in Discord. And if you listen later, you can go see it on the, in the Joe Batanz Discord channel. You're going to see the picture and you may like the poster, but you, you, until you see it in person, um, it's breathtaking. It is a breathtaking poster in person. Yeah. I mean, I think it's because the colors don't pop as much and uh, the size is very impressive. Um, and, uh, but this is a good, this is a good example of a poster that I love this poster. It is a beautiful poster. Okay. And, uh, but, oh, so a Stuker was at Comic-Con, saw it that year. She said, it is gorgeous in person. And, uh, I just don't have a connection to the property. So a Stuker in the chat room says it just sold on eBay for 160. So when I sell the posters, here's literally what I'm going to do. I'm not even being funny. Because I want to make sure these posters go to a good home, okay, I'm pretty much going to sell them very close to what I paid for them. You know, the reason I say very close is like, if it was $50, I have to pay for shipping and taxes and stuff like that. So I'm going to include that in the price. Does that make sense? But I want to make sure, I'd rather make sure it goes to a good home from someone who loves it than someone who's just going to flip it. Even though now that I just said that, there will be people who say, I'm going to promise to hang in my home, and then they'll just flip it. So I don't know. We'll see. And I don't even know the Sandlot. The Sandlot I might still keep. But there are a bunch of posters that um, I'm like, ugh, they're beautiful posters, but I just have no connection to the property. Uh, like, for instance, I'll give you a, a good example. I have a few posters from The Shining that are really beautiful, but um, I just don't, I'm not, I, I've seen The Shining, actually, many times. And I like The Shining. I'm just not super connected to it. Now, there's also posters I may sell that I have a huge connection to the property, but I just have too many of them. A, a case in point, I have too many Raiders of the Lost Ark posters. Just way too many. Same thing with Star Wars. I have too many Star Wars, too many Raiders of the Lost Ark posters. I don't know what I'm going to do that year with that. So, um, so the, the, look for that to happen soon. It's on my to-do list, but I have to do it. Anyway, the point is... Like I've said, I've been bitching. I have way too many posters. I have too many posters. I don't know what to do with all these posters, right? And I will say, I was just on Bottleneck today. I haven't bought a poster from Bottleneck, and I, I don't think I've bought a poster from even longer than that from Mondo. I haven't bought a poster from Bottleneck since January. And it hasn't been because but I've been much more, I've had a much more critical eye. Okay, I've had a much more critical eye about movie posters because I just have too many. So I think I'm actually maybe it's a good thing that I have too many because um, uh, oh my gosh, okay, here we go. So maybe a good example that I have too many because um, uh, oh my gosh, it won't let me do it. Hold on, I'm trying to, I'm trying to. 
Oh, there we go. That's what I want. I think. Oh, well, I don't know if that will. I, I think it took a picture or something, but I don't know if it'll let me do it. So yesterday, so now because Comic Con is another stay-at-home Comic Con because of the pandemic, uh, they're doing another stay-at-home um, sale for Bottleneck and Mondo. What usually would be at Comic Con, and um, so I'm, I'm stuttering here. I'm trying to get something done here. So, I, you know, they, they're, they've been promoting, I think I talked about the Goonies thing yesterday. Did I talk about the Goonies thing yesterday? Maybe not. I'll tell you. So, I'm on a, if I did, by the way, can someone tell me on uh, the Discord so I can stop the story in the middle? But I'm on a Facebook, a bunch of Facebook groups for movie posters. People who buy and sell them and trade them and whatever. And there is one that you see quite frequently in different respects. Either it's someone in search of a Goonies, this, this particular Goonies poster, or someone who is selling it. And it goes for two to three hundred dollars. Cause the reason is that it was only made for a very small, it was a very limited run for, uh, people who went to a particular screening in Alamo Draft House of an anniversary of the Goonies. Okay. And so, because of the limited run, um, they, um, hold on, I'm taking a screenshot of something. They, because of the limited run, oh, thank you, I think that was Astute Girl, okay? Because of the limited run, they, uh, they, those posters went for a lot of money. Well, I never bought it because I was never a particularly big fan of that poster. Um, believe it or not, there are certain properties, Ghostbusters, The Goonies, um, a couple other ones. I've never seen a movie poster that I liked for those properties. Isn't that weird? But I've never... I love Ghostbusters. I would buy a Ghostbusters poster that was good. I've never seen a good Ghostbusters poster. Never seen a good Goonies poster. Strangely, one of my favorite um, uh, movie posters... I don't own it. and I should just go buy it. Is someone did a promotional poster for Stranger Things, but they did it in the style of the old Goonies poster. And that was really cool. But... Um, but I've never seen a Goonies poster that I liked. And, uh, so anyway, the point I'm getting at the story is, so this was a, a poster that people have spent hundreds of dollars on going back and forth. I haven't gone on the pages yet to see what people are saying. They just announced for Comic-Con this year, they're selling the poster officially now as an official release. Here's what's even funnier about that. Cause usually, and you're going to hear a story about that in a second. So usually the way the movie posters work is most of the time there's for a big run, for a big run of movie of these alternative movie posters is 350, but for a limited run, it's about 150 or less or fewer. And, um, and then there's something called a timed release. Okay. So <laughs> this is even fucked more fucked up. So there's something called a variant and there's something called, uh, you know, the regular release. So for this year for Comic-Con, what they were going to do, and they do this every year, is for people who couldn't be there, there's a timed release. That means anybody up until, so they'll say like, from now until Sunday at noon, anybody who wants this poster can go buy it. So actually, Astute has posted a picture of the regular poster they're selling now for the Goonies. If you like it, if you like that poster, you can go right now, I think it's till Sunday, and go to Mondo, 
the poster website. I don't know what it's called. They sell a bunch of other things. Uh, Mondonews.com or something like that. Or look it up. Mondo. M-O-N-D-O. You could go right now and buy it and you will get it. There's no limit. As long as you get it in your order by a certain time, they're doing a time release of the regular. The variant, which went on sale today, it's already sold out. Um, oh, no. It hasn't gone on sale yet. But by the time you hear this, it'll have gone on sale. There's only going to be 150 of those, and those will go for a ton of money. The point is, all these dummies, not their fault, they didn't know, I'm calling them dummies. All these people who, for years, have swapped hundreds of dollars for this poster now, anybody who wants it can just get it. Oh, Astute says the variant went on sale at 10 a.m. Thank you. So it's gone. It is gone. The variant is 100% sold out. Because the story I'm going to get at is, I saw the Goonies poster, and I was like, meh. And then they had some, uh, uh, Bottleneck had some, uh, oh no, I'm sorry, I made a mistake, this is a Bottleneck release. Thank you, Astute. This is a Bottleneck release, I believe, and so if you want to buy the Goonies poster, go to BottleneckGallery.com, I think is the name, is the, is the website. BottleneckGallery.com, and you can buy this Goonies poster until a certain time, it's usually Sunday at a certain time, and, um, uh, but the variant's gone. The variant is 100% gone. But the regular version, if you like, if you, if you just like a poster, you don't care about the value. Uh, you can just go get it right now until a certain time. Anyway, I don't know why I happened to open, because I thought that was all they were selling today. I opened the email yesterday and I just scroll in and had this, these ugly ass Star Wars posters of, um, so Jordan Darling says, I actually like the regular better than the variant. Jordan. I agree with you 95% of the time. The 95 to 99% of the time, I like the regular better than the variant. All they do with the variant a lot of times is they're like, oh, it's black and white. Or it's all in one color. Uh, so, like, yeah. So, th- that is often the case. That is often the case. Anyway. So. Um, oh, and by the way, another piece of advice. Don't poo-poo the timed releases. I've bought timed releases that are worth a lot of money uh, now. And, uh, like, for instance, for Christmas one year, I bought my brother a Return of the Jedi Mondo timed release. And um, it was timed release. It wasn't anything special. And that one is worth a ton of money now. Like, probably, like, triple what I paid for it. So they can go up and because Because then that's true, too. What If you don't make it by that time, they're gone. You know? Anyway, back to this. I scroll to the very bottom of the email, and I'm like, <gasps> and there's a poster on there that I love. I'm, pu- I'm pu- currently putting it into the Discord. Um, and it is a um, a poster from Star Wars promoting Hoth the ice planet as a vacation place uh, to go. And I saw that and I was like, that is beautiful. And then anyone, so I went and looked at the artist and it, it did remind me of Disneyland posters. Okay. Uh, Disneyland. If you've ever been to Disneyland, uh, they do this. They did it when they first opened and they sort of continue it sometimes. It's like sixties, it might be Googie style. It's a sixty, a very sixty style of artwork that they did to promote their rides, 
And so artists nowadays will sometimes do things in that style to promote something like that. It's really interesting. And this is done in that Disney style, 60s style of promoting this place. In fact, I saw that this artist for, for Disney itself has made, I think, for um, their Star Tours and the other one, whatever the Star Wars land is called, similar style posters for them specifically. But this one, they were only making like 135 of the one I'm talking about, the Hoth Ice Planet one. So I call John Paul and I say, listen, John Paul, this is beautiful. He goes, oh my God, I want that poster so bad. I'm out. So do I. So I have a whole... Because um, people don't... So, so let me tell you, later in the day, later in the day, I'm talking to Aiden and I'm telling him this same story and I... um show him the the picture and he goes, Oh my God, I love this. And he goes, this is what he does. He goes, I would really love that. I would love to hang that on my wall. And I didn't say anything. I was like, uh-huh. And I was saying that like, I wouldn't mind buying it for him a, for, a, for a gift. I, I mean, I love him and I, I mean, I wouldn't mind it a hundred percent at all. Right. If I could, I would buy that for him for a gift. Here's the deal. I know this. and I didn't want to get into telling him this. I knew this will sell out in about 30 seconds. And when I say 30 seconds, I'm not using hyperbole. It, definitely under a minute. And it will, like I told you, there's only 135 of these prints or something. 135, 145. It's a very small number. Um, and there are thousands of people logging on at that moment trying to get that print. Okay. Not only that, Bottleneck will uh, go through, I'm sorry, what limits you to one per household. And goes, Bottleneck, especially, and I do appreciate this, goes through and double checks who bought it. And if they see more than one per household, if they see, you know, they can tell when bots are selling it. If it goes for sale on eBay, they can track it, blah, 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 and they cancel those orders. Bottleneck's really good about it. So I was like, I just in my head was like, sorry, baby, you're not getting this poster, right? If I if I land up getting it, Joe Batanz is keeping it for Joe Batanz, right? So John Paul and I agree we're gonna try the next day. So I've already done this so many times, I know what I have to do. And by the way, I fail a lot. I have to be logged onto PayPal already, have everything ready to go. I have to be logged onto the site and have to keep refreshing. Um, and, uh, I have to keep doing all that stuff if I want to even have a chance at getting it. I mean, I'm talking, you cannot waste seconds because it's not, so for those of you who've never done this before, Bottleneck and Mondo do this thing where just because it's in your cart doesn't mean it's yours. So yeah, you may manage to put it in your shopping cart, but you have to, it, it is not yours until the order is completed. Someone can still snatch it. And this is where bots come into play. And so I went in and then like, as soon as it was available, I put it in my cart and I ran through and I went boom, 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 boom. I, everything went really fast and I got it. So we, the end of story is I got one of the prints. I called John Paul afterwards. John Paul was doing the exact same thing that I was. Because he's, he's a veteran of this, too. He knows how to do it. He knows how the game is played. He said it was gone from his cart before he could finish the transaction. 
And, um, yeah, so the Hoth posters are a gun. Um, and so, but I managed to snag one and, uh, yeah, I feel very, very lucky. Today was a good day for the poster collection. But here's the deal. This is a, a this is an 18 by 24 poster. Those are, I find, I have places for those all the time. And also, this is such a beautiful one, um, that it's gonna find a very prominent place in the house. So that's kind of what we've been up to today. And like, you know, it's so funny. I started the show saying, look, look, you know, uh, I do these shows as long as I do these shows. And we did a lengthy show today. Um, so we're gonna call it a day there. Um, how do we do this now? See, I'm not, I'm used to everything happening on its own. Not used to this. I will say this is the last official one for the week. But if things happen, I think also a new policy. During the day is when I'm technically not doing it. I'll throw it together. So you're always going to get an episode of this show, Batanz, and you can only get it one place, right here on Afterthought Media. You're so-